Hello, everybody. I hope y'all having a wonderful day. Yeah, I'm sure you are. It's uh, Tuesday. It's probably nice outside. I haven't checked the weather, so let's just say yes. You know, if you want to feel good, you're sitting at your desk listening or you're driving your car, just go outside, breathe in the fresh air, have a good time. We got shows coming up this Thursday. The Plot in You, Mismanage, and Pliskin. Those two local bands, they have tickets for sale. Get them right now. Hit them up right now. Pause this. Call them. Get your tickets. It's $15 advance, $17 a day a show. Or if you live too far away or just don't have the time, you can go to theplotnu.bpt.me for tickets online purchasing. The other show is, of course, the Halloween cover show, My Chemical Romance, brought to you by Past Comfort, Fallout Boy by Go For Gold, Bane by Eyes Up, and Every Time I Die by My Hands to War. It's going to be a crazy night. The doors are at 7. Those tickets are 10 bucks advance, $15 day of show. Hit up the locals. They're all locals. Get your tickets from them. They all have them. We're running out, but we all still have a few left. There's only a few left. There's two weeks till this show, so get it going. You're going to miss it. Don't. Thank you. Today's episode... I don't really know. I mean, it's going to speak for itself. We have Goons de Garçon and Tan the Terrible. These guys went out. They did the damn thing. They made it happen. Goon is now signed to the legendary hip-hop label Def Jam. It's quite an awesome story. And I just want to say thanks. They were here for a single weekend. They had an incredibly packed weekend. They took time. They let me come in to their house do a podcast the night before they flew back. We didn't have much time. It was a small window, so this is a short episode. It's only about 30 minutes long. But the professionals that they are, they squeeze in the whole story and some funny shit, and it's it was fantastic. Guys, thank you so much. Without further ado, here is Tana Terrible and Goon Degarsson. Is it always this crazy here with you guys around? Dude, <clears throat> what a fun time already. We're, I think you scoot up. Huh? Yeah, you want to scoot up? Yeah, just uh, We got two mics. Sorry, we're roundtabling it. We're just doing a quick podcast. No, that's what we used to, we got, man. Me and this nigga Tanner share a lot of shit. Try to uh, keep it about a fist away from your face and then like it to him It's because okay. it's not going to pick up. Okay. Uh, there you go. That's perfect. Uh, Goons. How do you say the whole name, man? Uh, my name is Goon de Garçon. Goon de Garçon. Okay. I'm from Palm Bluff, Arkansas, but I came up out of Little Rock, Arkansas. Right. Recently moved to L.A. Yeah, we've been in L.A. like two, three years now. Two, three years and yeah. doing making big waves. Yeah, just now, like just this past like a couple months ago, like in February, I signed the Dev Jam. Before that, we was like typical story. Broke as fuck. First apartment was crazy, terrible. Looked like a concentration camp when I see like the the Snapchat memories from the time two years ago. Um, Tanner, he was like, "Yo, I gotta get the fuck out of here. This shit is too crazy." Tanner like took it like a year off, came back, got his mind right, came back, signed the deal. Like, 
Yeah, it's like shit before this was crazy, but we just not really starting to get into like the new the new place we're at now. New apartment. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we just got a new apartment in Hollywood too. Oh damn, Hollywood. Like, yeah. So what, what was the? So when did you start? When did y'all start performing and stuff like that? Like around here? I know y'all were local artists. What was the? I met this nigga Tanner at a Big Sean show in fucking 2010. Shout out Rock City Kicks. Yeah. Yeah, I met this guy Rock City Kicks in 2010, and I, I walked in by myself, and uh, there I saw him, and I saw Scooter, and then I saw cool yeah, Cool Chris. I saw Cool Chris, and um, I saw Goonie, and I was like, these kids seem pretty cool. Um, let me just talk to them and just chop it up with them. I never thought like a year later we would be doing like or a year or two later we did our first show ever in Little Rock <laughs> with G Easy and Low Thrax and Black Party and it was just crazy. It's when y'all the Weekend Warriors. Yeah, we was the Weekend Warriors and we was doing uh, basement shows at the basement ACAC okay. downtown. Shout out ACAC. Where this Oak Forest Vintage is right now. Right. The basement of Oak Forest Vintage is where we did our first show. That's where y'all got y'all started? Yeah, with G Easy. It's crazy. Who is now the famous right. rapper? It's crazy. Rapper. <laughs> Shout out to all Gemini's. Me and Tanner's a Gemini's. The other day in LA at a bar that's like a bar that people, like a lot of people just go to. Right. We saw him there. He remembered us. He remembered my grandma's house that we're in right now. Wow. He was like, trying to explain to his friends like the craziness behind it and they just weren't getting it but he was like so like how are you how, how the fuck y'all here like why are y'all here man? right like, you live here now you know like <laughs> he was like yo just for me seeing y'all and knowing what everybody came from he's like y'all did this shit the right way like y'all really grinded up y'all wasn't on no like weak ass lame ass shit trying to get get somewhere fast like y'all really did the work just like because g was the same same shit him his manager just kind of came up with themselves that's why they was even accessible for him to be staying at tanner's house right. in his basement like they came from like crashing places for shows we would go fucking so many places like i remember first before we even moved to la before we went to la we had like a mini tour where we hit Austin for ACL. We did a show at Playboy Cardi in New York, show in Baltimore, end up in San Diego, and then we also did a show in LA. And that was just off of like us fucking knowing people and having friends in different cities that would book us. We staying at their crib. We're like, we would get Airbnbs courtesy of fucking Young A. Like, Damn. shit was just crazy. Like, so it was like we had a mutual uh, respect there, us and Jeezy. And he, I don't know, it was good to see him for sure. That's awesome, man. He's and it, cool. he's cool as well. So y'all come. Um, I know I'm trying to make this quick, but uh, y'all come up playing local shows. Doing. I'm sure you had to probably host a lot of your own shows too. So like Fuck the DIY. Yeah. I know hip hop yeah. around here is just not where it probably needs to be yeah, as far yeah. as like. Yeah, we had like a couple of crazy shows, like show series, like because I mean we had God vibes, which were the like house parties we would do. They were like fucking. God vibes at first. Those were crazy. He started this thing called Fire Room, and then like we'd do like Fire Room zero zero one, Fire Room We did one like one a month. We'd have like it'd be like this crazy flyer with a with a video top like. Everyone, everyone wanted to do Fire Room like that shit. Literally was like a fire. Like it went so fast. Fire Room with flames on it. And this is like what twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Ah, dude. 
is crazy. Like, we were really going crazy. We were yeah. putting, like, a lot of artists on their, like, first stages. Like, that was, like, a really big thing at the moment, which we were going for. That was the purpose we wanted. But, like, it actually, like, took off really fast on our own shows because, like you said, no one else was really throwing shows out here, mm-hmm. especially not putting it in a sense where, like, it looks like something, like, where it's, like, people, like, want to come there. Like, people, like, FOMO if they don't pull up. Like, yeah. our shit was, like, on smash. People really didn't want to people didn't want to miss out on that type of stuff and they never it, it was more to the venues man like the venues weren't holding the the stuff so it's like you had to pave your own way it's like you had to invent the thing people had to come see right yeah no absolutely and we i don't know we just i feel like the kids just really love that shit and they miss it too they I do know, i know they do yeah. I see people tweeting that shit or, like, putting some on Instagram, like, all the time. Like, damn, they'll be uploading photos from, like, some of the fire room events. And they're like, oh, this was, like, the best time of my life. Or, oh, I miss when the shows used to be like this. It's crazy. It is crazy. And then I, I assume that the lack of having an, like, not a, not an audience, but, like, having access to the right tools is probably, like, we got to get out of here. Was that some of the stuff that led y'all to L.A.? And it will. I mean, like, I feel like, well, to answer your question, I feel like we really did all that we could really do out here, which right. is why we went to L.A. Yeah. And we did everything that we could do out here. Like, the fire rooms were fun. Like, we could have kept doing that forever, but we just needed to expand, like, just for ourselves. But, like, man, like, that was a crazy point in time of my life where I remember, like, dude, the shit was lit. Everyone was having fun. Everyone wanted to do this shit. Like, right. and people was, people was like, dude, this shit is not the same no more. That they all took the shit away. I mean, we didn't take it away by any means. We just like, we'll bring one back. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. The demand. Yeah, it's just hard. Like, firing was such a like hands-on thing that it was like, we couldn't. We wanted to give it to someone so they could keep doing it, but like, there was no way with the way firing was that if we wasn't doing it, the the the, the taste level yeah. of it would be kept. So it was like, I'd much rather just like, well, I guess we just got to stop it for a minute mm-hmm. instead of like letting it, I guess, kind of go down a bad route or, you know, people kind of ruin the memories people had of it because yeah, it was just man. good. Like, yeah, because usually good. when somebody takes over somebody's passion project, it just goes into the dust. Yeah, it's like Because they don't different. have the same passion. Yeah. It's yeah, y'all's it's thing. different. Yeah. And so start your own fire room. It doesn't have to be fire room. Yeah. Like, Do your yeah, own thing. Yeah. yeah. Shout Something out, you shout can out the boy Brandon. There you go. Yeah, Brandon. Briggles. Um, Real shit. Um, Love you, buddy. And with the uh, L.A. thing, also, like, just personally, I never even thought of L.A. Like, I never even thought of going to L.A. prior to me emailing Anthony Kilhoffer. And he was like, oh, I don't live in New York. Actually, I live in L.A. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to actually be there soon. Can you, uh, can can we set up a meeting? He was, like, down to set up the meeting. We went out there. All of us, I'm talking about it was a huge click. Me, Tanner, Young A, Cool Chris, Idol, Hector slash Reggie. Like, we went on a big trip out to L.A. for the first time for us to go take this first meeting wow. with uh, Anthony Kilhoffer. And, like, after that, it was just, like, apparent that we needed to be in L.A. Like, I just started going fucking every time I could like I'd probably take like a month off and I'll be a month in LA then I'll go to uh I mean a month in Little Rock and then I'll do like a week in LA come back out here then I'll maybe be sitting out here for two months then I'll go do two weeks in LA Mm -hmm. and then we just found our way like through going back and forth over months like it was like a year going back and forth and then it was like all right cool we need to move like we met Che Che Pope 
me Tanner had the crazy. That was the I think that was the worst LA experience. We actually was like. It was the worst and the best because that was the last time we went there before we moved because we was literally in the shittiest Airbnb. Like, we had no money. Like, we didn't have shit. Like, I remember we was on – that's the days when we used, to, we used to be on IG Live, like, asking people for to send us money for pizza and shit on PayPal. Like, people Hell would be, yeah, like, man. sending us money. We'll send you a new, we'll send you a new unreleased, uh, like, demo if you, like – Cash app us for a, like, for a little Caesars. Or yeah, some it's shit. like yeah. like we're bartering our art for cash, like for real. Damn, and man. it's like it, we we were so down bad, and it was so much shit going on. And then like we went there for a meeting with Jay Pope, and it just kept getting pushed back every day. And like we thought we weren't gonna be the like it almost felt like we went there and spent all that money for no reason. Mm-hmm. Our homie Rob, who was uh, our then manager, he's from New Zealand. He was about to fly back that day. And then me and Tanner were going to fly at night. We finally get the call to go as he's about to go to the airport to fly back to New Zealand. He has to call his dad, get his dad to, like, um, switch his flight around. We go Uber straight to fucking Kanye West studio in NoHo. We go to Kanye's studio. We have this meeting with Chapo. It's, like, literally fucking crazy. Like, we're just playing music and we talk. We had this, like, crazy talk. It's probably, like, what do you think, like, 30 minutes, 40 minutes? Maybe, like, an hour Maybe hour and 20, but it felt like long as fuck because it was just like, whoa, like, all right. I'll say this. I'll say this. Che Pope was like, we listen, we, he, we, we played, we wanted to play him the music, you sure. know, and we played like two songs, and he's like, I don't want to hear anymore. Like, I get it. I know what y'all do, but like, this and that. And then, like, what's the plan? Yeah, what's the plan? It's like, I can do this for you, but I think y'all need to do this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, but he, no one does that. He showed us. A Christina Aguilera single that he was working on, and she hasn't released music in like ten years. Right, and like that still never came out. And then next thing you know, like it's the last detail I'm gonna give. He was like, "Yeah, I'm about to call Jay Z right now," and we were like looking at each other like, "What the fuck?" Just seeing all that shit in real life for the first time and seeing how tangible it was, that was a big factor that led us to the next move. And then also him, like, it's a lot of times you'll take meetings with labels and people that you want to do something with, sure. and they'll just, like, be like, oh, yeah, I like it, or blah, blah, It's not really, you don't get much of it. But Jay, like, sat there and, like, actually, like, asked us, like, what was next? Like, told us, oh, y'all need, I think y'all need to do this, blah, blah. He gave us steps towards something while also us being able to visually just see all this shit in real life. And, like, by the time we left there, we didn't leave there with a deal. We didn't really leave there with shit. But then we left, we felt way better than ever. Well, um, with the game plan, at least, right? Yeah, because it was yeah. just like, okay, this shit is real. And then when we signed it up, we're going to move to L.A. And we literally figured out. And then we what well that was like January that was December late December going into the New Year's of 2017 I guess or 2016 and then we were moved there by May of 2017. Also that time the Kid Cudi album came out we cried <laughs> in the hamster cage because Idol Idol our homie Idol uh, Idol Kid he got his first placement on uh, Kid Cudi's Passion Pain and Demon Slaying track 10 does it and that was like a Real shit. That was like a huge moment for us being like Cuddy fans and like no just doubt. kids of a certain time. Like that was huge. Like we was like sitting there literally going through the worst. This was also before we had our meeting. So I think the Kid Cuddy thing and the meeting happening same day. Like I want to say it was like morning and night. And then uh, it was just like crazy because we was having the shittiest time. I'm talking about eating like 7 Eleven food and pizzas and shit. Oh, like, dude. bro. The nasty ass fucking hot dogs and, and, and shit. And the, Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, like I half that shit, half, dude. Like yeah. Half of a chicken roll, like we split in half, like crazy shit. 
And it's like, and then this kid cut the album coming, we press play on it, and it's just like, whoa, like overcome with emotion. Right. It was crazy, crazy. Love it when an album hits like that, man. Love it. The whole moment of it, the album was amazing. Idol being on it was amazing. Like it was just like a like, like a realization. Like a lot of shit in life you just think about, think about, think about, think about. And it's like it never really sometimes you don't really see it. But that was like a moment where like my brain and reality connected and it was like I feel like I'm like manipulated the universe. Right. I don't even know like how that happened. Like it was like a weird ass moment. It was so crazy. Manipulated the universe. I like how you said that. I did too. That's that's real shit though. That is real shit. That's a good one. That's a good. That's a good song title. Man, you should put that in lyrics. I'm gonna figure it out. It's on tape now, so heard it here first. <laughs> no, <clears throat> no, I get that. So it's it's like y'all got there, found somebody who actually gave a fuck pretty quick. Which is impressive. I mean, it took a little while, but I, I mean, like, I, I'm not I'm not trying to downplay like the constant trips yeah, out there and sure. stuff. I'm saying, you know, some people go, it was you know, fast. some people go their entire life and just it just doesn't work out. You know, doesn't work out. Wrong place, wrong time, and they're great. Don't and, get me wrong. And a lot of people from Arkansas, man. I'm not gonna lie, like that's just a different world out there, bro. Different, like man. to someone that's never been out there, like that that's culture shit shock is for sure. Big culture shock. The world moving faster. Girl. Shit more expensive, girls more crazier, shit's more lit. You can do something every night if you want to. But it's out there. But you, but see, but at the same time, so you guys move out there with a plan and a goal and a drive. Yeah. So you get out there. So the only thing to do now is just to get to obtain. You know. And now we've you we work to the goal. We basically have obtained and have resources that we didn't have at first. Right. Like it's just really crazy. All like the options and shit we can go to. Like now we're going to the nicest studios we've ever been to in the world. And man, it's a blessing, bro. I, every day I don't know what the hell we're gonna do next. Like, it's like I'll go and be like, dude, we're going to have a studio at this, we're a session at this studio, <laughs> Kid Cudi's studio. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm with that shit. Yeah. Or like, we had a studio session with Left Brain from Our Future. Damn. And I'm like, I, I just want to go to that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I just sit on the couch and watch. <laughs> yeah, and smoke. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so like... <coughs> Tan always collaborate with me. Don't let him get you food. Like, we'll just... I always have him pull the sessions with me because like, we just be like bouncing shit off. Like, and we'll always... I feel like every session we go to, like, we... Especially when we working with other artists, we can find like the median, like, because I'm going to do my shit, you're going to do your shit, regardless, one of them shits, if not both, is going to be like what either that producer wanted or that artist wanted. Like, it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Right. Like, we be moving through rooms in L.A. Like, it's crazy how many, like, studios we done been through. Yeah, we we got way more. Like, I'm talking about, like, like we've been, we, we, I don't know, we've been in studios with fucking Hit Boy, like, crazy shit. Like, like wow. what the fuck? Like, a lot of different rooms. Like, I was in this room the other day. Have you seen um, Alita Battle Angel? Oh, hell yeah. I love that film. Man. All right, so the boyfriend in the movie, mm -hmm. I'm in the studio with him. And didn't even know it was him. He's just I'm smoking gas with him and shit. <laughs> we we put the flick on on the on the computer. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's this dude, right? The fuck here? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's me. I'm like, dude, like, you know, you know how that goes. Yeah. I'm like, you know how that shit goes. I'm just like, dude, I only meet. I'm like, bro, I only meet like other like music artists that are famous like, sure. in my realm. I don't ever meet like the actors that are like. Oh yeah, like Hollywood actors. Yeah, I don't ever meet actresses. Yeah. So we and then like we also met like Method Man's wife the other day. Oh, yeah. What was that? Redman? It was like someone like that. Somebody like 
it was like can't like Jim Jones. It's like Jim when it like Jim some Jim like a Jim Jones wife. Was that fucking was that was that fucking awesome buying hella shit? She's like, Don't get me on camera, let me hit the weed. Like <laughs> ridiculous. That was ridiculous. He might get you killed. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them they were shopping and smoking weed <laughs> out in California. <laughs> so what was it like when you first got out there, man? I, I have to assume that the struggle kept going for at least a little bit, or was it just lightning in a bottle quick? The literal whole time. like, So it's like I'm trying to chronicle it the best I can. Mm-hmm. Me, Tanner, Idol, and Solo Jackson move out there originally. We go all of 2017 into 2018. Our year lease is up. We don't have we don't have like nowhere to go really. I come back home. We don't we don't have nowhere year. to go. Like uh, fucking. He ended up going to New hold Zealand. Hold on hold on hold on hold on. I, I gotta get the little details right, first. Right, I gotta get the little right, details right. first because it's crazy when I think about it. It's like you go home. We end up moving in with such and such, trying to get that house with such and such. That shit fall out. I go crazy dating this stripper shorty. I just got to get out of L.A., period. I go to New Zealand for two months in the summer. And Yeah. Yeah, he left. The, he left he's like, fuck, I'm going to leave the country. For two months. For two months. <laughs> and fucking just, got and my just, mind right. And he, he was doing just like mushrooms, psychedelics, and all kinds of shit for just two months, not working a job. just And just like, making music and, every day. And like heaven. Yeah, in, in New Zealand, which is like heaven on earth, no cap. I suggest all good-hearted people go to New Zealand. I don't want yes. nobody bad going there fucking up my country. Yeah, and I'm this whole entire time, I'm back home for a year in Little Rock. He getting his shit together. So like, I had to get my shit together because like I didn't know what the whole situation was going to be when he came back from New Zealand. So I get back from New Zealand. I'm homeless with this nigga, Hector Slash. We're working at the Undefeated Warehouse downtown. Um, we staying at the stu- we stayed at a studio in like this construct this room that they were doing construction on for like two- like a week, two weeks. And then our homie Gavin, shout out Gavin, huge the guy, I love him. And he let me and Ish. He decided to let me and Ish crash in his front room for five hundred dollars a piece, um, month to month for like I think like four months. So me and Ish would just literally sleep on couches. Go from Hollywood, get on the train, downtown L.A., walk to the fucking work, work fucking damn near 10 hours a day, walk all the way back downtown to the subway, which was like four miles a day, get on the subway, get off the subway, walk home every day, go to the studio every day, every day, every day. We was just doing that you shit. You would do the studio after 10 hours of work? Yes, because it was like stupid, important, and it's like when I get when I got back, so while I was in New Zealand, this producer named Swift D, he hit me up on Instagram. He had like a, a verified check, so I'm like, oh yeah, let me see what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> um, he's like, yo, um, I heard about your shit through Kyle Ross. Shout out Kyle Ross. Um um, uh, uh, I want to have a meeting with you or have a session when you come back or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, let's do it. So I get back. We have a session. I'm playing him all the music I have, this uh, album I have. And then this dude named Ryan comes in. Shout out, Ryan. That's my manager as of now. So I meet them. We're just talking. Like, they listen to my story. They just got it. They love the whole me being from Arkansas thing. All of my homies because I brought uh, Hector Slash and John, uh Italian leather, shout out Italian leather to the studio session. They just loved how DIY we were coming from Arkansas, just been doing this shit our whole time. Um, fast forward, like they don't really say much that night. 
I do another session with them. Me and Swift make new stimulations, which is a song that came out like a couple months ago. Um, they're like, all right, cool. This is pretty tight. So I, I come to them. I'm like, yo, I got a video idea. I want to take a Tesla, drive it through the desert, get the fucking flamethrower, be like Elon Musk. Hell yeah. They're like, all right, cool. They help me rent the Tesla. They pay for a Tesla. We get the flamethrower, like all the shit. They pay for the video to get shot. We do that. That goes up. That goes well. They're like, all right, cool. One day they're like, um, so we got like a friend, uh, we got some friends at Dev Jam, and we're thinking about taking you, uh, pitching you to them, seeing uh, if we can get you signed. And I'm like, oh, okay. Motherfuckers say shit like that all the time, and I'm used to that in LA, so it's like, all right, whatever. Sure. So week later they come to me, Swift and Ryan come to me with like production agreement, which is like an artist production agreement. It was basically like, just so they would be good. So if they take me somewhere, it's not like I can't just run off, get signed, not fuck with them, blah, blah. So I signed a production deal with them, even though my lawyer told me not to. But I just had a good ass <laughs> deal. It was the at this moment. All right, so flashback to me telling you me and Isha living at this dude, Gavin's crib. He has some weird shit going to his crib. He basically loses his crib. Me and Ish have nowhere to go in LA, and we got helly shit. I'm talking about, like, I mean, like, we got shit at this point. It's been like a couple months. So um, I'm telling my managers, it's like, yo, like, we can get you, we can get you an Airbnb. We can make sure you're good. But, like, I mean, like, I mean, we just spent a lot of money at this point. Like, we need to figure out our business end. I'm just like, I don't got nowhere to stay. These niggas been good, nothing but good to me since, like, I just had to trust my gut. My lawyer told me not to sign the shit. I signed the shit anyway, sent it in. They got us to Airbnb for three weeks. We got three different Airbnbs for a week for three weeks. Like we ran up like, what, $4,000, $5,000 they spent on me-ish and just so we could be going to work every day, blah, blah, blah. End up, they find me a little spot in Santa Monica. I still have to pay for it because I'm working every day, but now I'm living in Santa Monica. They find us an apartment. All right, cool. We're not homeless no more. They come to me. They're like, yo, uh, Dev Jam's thinking about flying us out. Uh, they want to take a meeting with you. I'm like, wait, what? For real? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. All right, whatever. And just, I don't even know what to think about it. Go on about my day. They hit me with, like, I get an email and it's like a flight itinerary. I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck? So I get this flight itinerary. They fly me, Swift, and Ryan out for a meeting. I'm talking about get off the plane in New York. Nigga, like, it's like the movie. Nigga had my name up. Like, our driver had my name on the sign and shit. Like, goon. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck. Pick us up in the black car. Take the black car to this hotel, uh, like, downtown, downtown Manhattan. They put us up in a hotel. So I'm like, got me studio time. Like, all this shit. We took the meeting. Smashed the meeting with Paul Rosenberg, who was, like, Eminem's life, lifetime manager. Like, the guy, Paul Rosenberg. He's CEO of Dev Jam. He fell in love with it. He loved the vision and he loved just like the, the story, just the Arkansas story, like all this shit. And left, left, got on the flight back to LA, landed, got a text. And my manager was like, Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to sign you, but it's the beginning of December. So, like, the offices are going to close because all the offices close like third week, three weeks into the year until like January. So it's like, pretty sure you're going to sign you, but I mean, you're going to have to wait for like a month and a half. I'm like, just knowing I'm about to sign, but I'm like, I got to wait a month and a half. I'm like going crazy. Me and Idol make this EP, Cheers to the End of the World, is coming out at this point, four days, three days, this Wednesday, October 10th. We make this EP. I get signed. Now we're here. Long ass story.
No, it was a beautiful yeah. story, man. I tried to put it in. I feel like that's the only time I'm be able to tell the story like <laughs> in full like that. We'll be here because I'm about to condense the shit because the shit way too long. <laughs> well, good thing we're short on time anyway because we got about five minutes. You want to add something, Tan? Man, honestly, man, uh, I have, we haven't been out here in a minute to do a show. We yeah. just did a show on Friday. Friday. Yeah. Um, you it were was there. fucking electrifying. You were there. You yes, saw sir. it. Um, we got the world premiere, man. You got the world premiere, yeah. man, of the new project, Goon's Project, Cheers to the End of the World. I need everybody in Arkansas to go listen to that shit when it drops and when you hear this when it drops push that shit out there because like this shit is gonna be some real shit that people just really need to hear and digest I loved it man the lyrics were fucking right in the, the lyrics are right in there right Very in the, good and the gut check too it's just like who this is like it's just like he really wants to tell a story yeah with his shit and like he wants to like mo- show motivation with his shit and mm-hmm. not just be like saying shit uh he says real shit right right yeah. Well, man. And then the beats the, over the production is just like a good just overall 100% perfect combo. Idol and him. Yeah. Amazing duo. <coughs> I mean, dude, shit is just evol- it keeps evolving. It's just going to keep evolving over time, man. Right. I mean, Little Rock's always going to be home. We're always going to be yeah, but down and come do the shows out here. All the next ones going to be all the next stupid. Ones are, about to be crazy yeah. this is this is goon's first project that he's we're gonna have with. to put a bigger fucking room on them on the map yeah, yeah exactly we were trying to get rev room for this show that we had just did but well um, fuck them because next time we're gonna go somewhere bigger yeah fuck them so yeah there is where there's a couple theaters you can hit uh for us though we need yeah. ragers they got open like ga pit style shit yeah they got a little area okay yeah i'm with it then i'll fucking rent off Warehouse. <laughs> I always want to do a warehouse party out here. Right? Niggas right? do not even understand what that mean out here yet. I don't think people even would. Uh, people would go crazy. Select few. Me and this man have had many conversations about that exact thing. But I think you think the people at Little Rock, the people in Arkansas would go crazy. They would lose their fucking mind. Yeah. They wouldn't know what to do. That's like yeah. a different vibe. That's like the best vibe. It is. <laughs> arenas sound fun. Like I cannot wait to do arenas with Goon. But like. The interaction of actually like being right there in front of the face of yep. the crowds is like you can't. It's undeniable, man. It's undeniable because like, like dude, they're feeling like everything that they're feeling everything that you done put down on some shit and That's went right. through on some shit, and they're like, oh, like they're they're loving it more energy than I. Gets energy, they're loving man. it more than I did. It's like crazy. Yep, feed that monster, man. Yeah, you're creating a monster when you're in those rooms. We create, we create, we create many monsters when we're in rooms. Does yeah. The pit thing too threw me off too because I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, we got people we are got, straight. We got pits at our yeah, shows. Yeah, pits. <laughs> Duh, you should have seen it. Fucking like twenty. I'm talking about even our early days, 2014, 15, 16. Like we used to be having crazy pits and vinos like off our old shit. Like right. I'm talking about crazy pits. I feel like I mean we used to be stage diving like Hell 2014, yeah. 2015. <laughs> like we ain't did that shit in a minute. It's crazy. Y'all bring like that. I don't know. Almost metal vibe of energy yeah. you know you know, you know? You know? Yeah, it's definitely like a metal it's like a new age metal it's like i don't know if i, I wouldn't yeah it's like yeah. punk it's metal punk. that's exactly what it feels like yeah it's watching punk, you was it's like metal it's hardcore show. it's anarchy yes, it's, it's, anarchy. Like, it's hip-hop it's all mixed into one fucking basket <laughs> and what a great time to blow up too like i just want to say congratulations and y'all are gonna put crazy. this place back on the fucking map for a good reason the for last so. shit we got was bullshit but I'm fucking proud of you dudes, and thanks for working hard and representing your state, too, and that means a lot. 
because uh, I know we got to, we're at our time here. But uh, yeah, man, you guys are gonna do fucking amazing things. It's, Thank you. It's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it, Corey. Yeah, man. And anything we can do to help, just say we'll always let us know. We'll throw the fucking we'll we'll fucking rent the arena ourselves. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's next up. Not that not not that many people from Arkansas has done yet. Uh, I'm not gonna say any names, but like, if anyone can name one, let me know because I don't know anyone's hit the new Simmons Stadium. <laughs> yeah, educate us. We'll figure it also, out. Also, yep. be ready for the billboard. All right, plug plug where people can find y'all real quick. Yo, you can look you can look Goon up on Spotify, Google, everywhere in the world. Just type in Goon Day Garcon. First thing to pop up. You can look up the boy Tanner Terrible everywhere worldwide at Tanner Terrible, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, Twitter, Twitter Instagram too. too. Don't forget, definitely hit our socials. We need the algorithms going crazy. Comment on all of our pictures, all of our posts. Yeah. Share that bitch, like and subscribe. Yes, like and subscribe, <laughs> and turn on post notifications and, and post nut notifications. Yeah, real shit. Also, like and subscribe to Crash Talk. Thanks, man. You guys, uh, hey, seriously, thank you. And everybody else listening out there, thanks for listening.